What is up, everybody? Back again with another fan section short. This time, it's actually our, our uh, draft prospect preview. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be diving into quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, tight ends, um, offensive linemen, defensive linemen, um, safeties, corners. This week, it's all about the running backs. I, guys, I previewed, I told you guys about last week was the quarterbacks, and I highlighted that this week I would talk about the running backs. So um, very, very, very excited for this one uh, because – it is actually the Halloween week, um, so and I, I just think it's kind of fun um, to be talking about running backs that give co co defense coordinators and defenders um, nightmares, right? Like, give them nightmares. I mean, that's the best way to describe it. They give D coordinators, they give defenders, they give safeties, they give linebackers nightmares. And all five of these guys on this list have done that before in the past. So, because it's Halloween, we're going to do a Halloween theme. So... Um, I'm not really a fan of Halloween, but I think it would actually be kind of fun to have the background music playing uh, while I talk about these monsters, honestly. So, yeah, without further ado, first on this list that I've highlighted is Brees Hall. Um, great balance. And what I look – real quick before I dive into, like, the notes that I've taken, I look for as a running back um, – as a former running back at the collegiate level, what I like for look for is um, – Obviously, good balance, good vision, uh, pass pro ability, catching ability out of the backfield, um, ability to get uh, short yard gains, knowing where the sticks are. Um, and, and a lot of these guys, I've narrowed the list down from like 20 to 5 because I feel like all five of these guys do a bunch of those things really well. There's a couple of things, obviously, that you, uh, they don't do well, um, but it can still be worked on. It's not like the end-all, be-all. Uh, this draft class, there isn't that one elite running back that you're like, oh, my God, this guy's the greatest thing ever. Um, two of them are. Uh, potentially could be that, um, continuing if they if they continue their play the way they have been. Um, but they're not – there's not an Adrian Peterson. There's not a Najee Harris. There's not a Derrick Henry. You know what I mean? Like, and Derrick Henry even struggles with catching the ball out of the backfield. So it's like, like I said, there's really not that perfect back out there. Um, the, the NFL has kind of shifted gears. Um, a second round pick is where these guys can always hope to be. You're still a top 50 player. Um, but running NFL teams don't really take chances on first uh, running backs in the first round anymore. It's not taking chance. They just don't pick them because of the tread on the tires is the common term that you hear. Um, they, these guys are a lot of them, especially one of them in Iowa that I've highlighted that does get, you know, 30 to 40 carries, you know, potentially a game. Like, so it's just, that's that's just the longevity of it. But a lot of them nowadays are first and second down backs, and you bring in a change of pace back in the third, uh, on third down. So yeah, there's a lot of things like that that um, kind of go into where they're selected. Um, for those of you that don't know, but yeah. So diving real quick back into it, Brees Hall. Um, like I said, great balance. He doesn't go down on first contact. There's only been two off the top of my head running backs that have broken more tackles than he has at the line of scrimmage. One of them is Javante Williams, who's now with the Broncos. Um, and then the other one is Najee Harris. Uh, so pretty good list to be in, right? Obviously profiling as a first-round pick. Um, Javante was the second, but you could argue that, you know, really the second, the top ten picks in the second round might as well be first-rounders. Um he does break a lot of tackles, really tough to bring down, really good at eliminating angles um, on inside linebackers especially. I've noticed uh, not afraid to give a really good stiff arm um, to get leverage outside of the tackles. Um, he did at the beginning of the year, and I wrote this down as a note because as I watched the first two games, he lacked a little bit of vision in some of those zone plays. So uh, for those of you that don't know, a zone play, a zone play is um, basically – the 
line is shifting left to right. Um, so say it's a zone left. We'll just use use common terms. Um, so yeah, the zone left, center, left guard, left tackle are moving left. Literally, they're they're going up as a. I mean, obviously they have point of contact and all that fun stuff. We'll talk about that later when I get into the interior linemen. Um, but they're basically going left. And as they do it, there will be a hole between two of them that open up. And if not, the back the back is taught to bounce it all the way to the outside. And at that point, everybody's kind of meshed in the middle. And there should be an outside lane, like at the 8 or 9 hole. Um, if you're going left, it'll be the 8. If you're going right, it'll be the 9. So yeah, so the 8 or 9 hole, depending on where they're going, will open up. And then they can run down the sideline. Um, he struggled at the beginning to notice the back side um, lanes and a lot of times a lot of running backs do this this is not a knock on him necessarily it's just him being young and experienced in that sense where he probably didn't really because I don't believe that um, Iowa State ran a lot of zone schemes the year before with him so maybe it could be something new um, maybe it, but also I noticed too like he wasn't really him his his 100% self the first two weeks I wonder if there was kind of a, a nagging injury that he might have had suffered in spring um, but yeah, so that's just the only knocks I noticed. He's really coming into his own this last couple of weeks, last couple of games. He's really dominated, um, been able to really, really take over the game when needed. Like I said, he's he knows where the first down marker is. He knows time, and the, I guess it's called the setting. So he knows if it's third and short and it's the third quarter, to end the third quarter to get to the fourth quarter, I got to get this first down. So we start with a fresh set of downs. So we're not worried about the, you know, throwing the ball and stopping the clock in the fourth quarter, right? So yeah, things like that that are just situational awareness. He really does have a, a good knack for it. And actually, all these guys have a pretty good awareness in the sense of in-game awareness. Um, so yeah, those are my notes on Brees Hall. Moving on, we have Kenneth Walker. So uh, can't speak enough about this kid's balance as well. Uh, really good balance. You saw against Michigan, this kid took over five rushing TDs, top end speed. Um, and this, once he got to the second level was insane. Um, great vision, uh, to the backside, really good vision. Um, vision outside of the actual where the play is supposed to go not so much so uh that's one thing i noticed in between the tackles is where um it's one of those things where you just wanted to see him be more aggressive uh and he also really needs to improve his pass blocking there's that's what's going to separate him um had he if he was had he improved on pass blocking this year he'd be the clear-cut number one running back in this class no doubt um, but it's just because he's not at that point yet, uh, but he can catch the ball out of the backfield. He does anything you ask for. Um, pretty good at short yardage, uh, plays, short yardage gains. Um, but you just want to see that, that actual, not backside vision, but the front side vision where, where he needs to go, know where he needs to go, um, and then just go. Um, and he did that against Michigan. So I'm really hoping that that trend continues because he was not hesitant at all, um, against Michigan and I really like to see that um so yeah I really like Kenneth Walker he's actually probably my favorite running back of this class um moving on we've got Isaiah Spiller from Texas A&M this kid is really good at pass blocking so finally we have a great so he's really good at it um but he does lack in a couple other areas so and we'll dive into that so he's actually best in between the tackles um he doesn't hesitate to pick a lane very aggressive uh not not really one cut and go. He does like to jump cut, um, which is good. Uh, good use of, of that, um, which means he has really good feet, really good balance. Um, 
But he does one thing he has to work on is his catching out of the backfield. So his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield was evident against CU when we and Tyson went down there. There was a couple of plays where he actually dropped the ball, um, and it would have been more than likely touchdowns with his speed. Um, but he's just one of those things where it's like you just you just frustrated and you're like, oh, dude, just catch the catch the damn ball, right? Um, but that's that's easily fixable at the next level. Just reps, repetition. Um, and then just knowing, you know, look the ball in. Basic fundamentals he seems to lack. I've noticed a couple times where he'll actually catch the ball and look ahead. Sometimes he catches it, sometimes he doesn't. Um, and that's really why he just turns his head a little bit too much. Um, but, yeah, he's he's actually really, really good in between the tackles. That's where the kid shines. If he gets outside of the tackles in some of these extended zones, zone run plays, and that A&M offense is very complex. Um, I don't really know. I'm not going to pretend to dive know much about it other than that. Uh Based on what I've seen, a lot of their blocking assignments look nuts. Um, but, yeah, so it, it, I think it's honestly one of those that, like, every block has to be lined up perfectly for him to bust a big one. Um, and if one person just doesn't get turned the right way or whatever, then it's, it, it's just a pile of mesh. So, and then um, fourth on the list, I've got someone that probably I doubt a lot of you have heard of unless you're an NC State fan, Zonovan Knight. Uh, I've dove into the film on him, and I really like him a lot. As far as he has really good vision, and he's one thing that really stood out to me was he's very, very patient. Very patient. Um, lets the lanes and the holes kind of choose him in the sense where he knows, but it's not like where he's so patient that he won't pick anything. He's not hesitating, so that's good. When he does find the hole and find the right lane, he has a really, really quick first step. I, I don't think I've seen a running back since Adrian Peterson with as much of a burst in his first two steps as I have Zonovan Knight. Um, so if I recommend if you want a really good watch and a good, uh, good, I guess, teaching, uh, if you're teaching young running backs, uh, watch Zonovan Knight because the kid does a lot of things, and he's willing to block. So that's one thing. He's not very good at it, but he's willing to do it. Um, yeah, he just uh, he just doesn't know what to do with his hands, honestly. That's really what get, kind of gets him. He, but he does initiate first contact. He does strike first, and that's what you like. He is willing to block. Um, his catching out of the backfield could use a little bit of work, and that's one of, just me being nitpicking, honestly, on him because um, I was trying to find something else. I was like, what else uh, outside of his footwork, which I really like. Um, but, yeah, great vision, great patience. Really reminds me of Le'Veon Bell as far as patient-wise. Um, really, really good at once he is aggressive enough to hit the hole. It's really, really good at eliminating angles. Tough to bring down. Um, but the guy who does eliminate angles the best and really, really shifty is Tyler Goodson. That's my fifth running back on this list from Iowa. Very good, very agile runner. Reminds me of Noshan Moreno in the sense where he's very, very shifty. He will do a one cut and go and then another cut, and he'll make a safety put. He'll put the safety on ice skates. Um, really good top end speed. Decent vision at the second, uh, at the, the first level. Really good at the second level. So if you can get him to pick the right lane, he's going to go hit his head on the goalpost, honestly, because he's going to make the right read against the safety, and he's going to turn the safety in half. And what I mean by that is he's going to split the safety. He's going to make the safety have to either open up his body to him when he makes the tackle because he's not going to be square on him because he's so shifty. He has to kind of delay a little bit. He can't, he can't initiate that heavy hit because if he does – Goodson's going to go around him. Um, so that's that's a really good, really positive attribute that he has. His pass pro, though, is really terrible in the sense where he, he's actually um, really – he's more of a liability in that sense. Uh, you, you don't, you don't, the last thing you want is him to block. But as far as him catching the ball, he's not stellar at that either. So I, I'm personally, I'd rather him go out on routes versus – unless it's a max protect – 
Um, and then you just really hope that he can, you know, I, you can't really chop block him anymore, but that's what you prefer him to do. Just just go with their legs, bro. Um, but as far as being a pure running back, a uh, good runner at the second level, there's not one better. Um, yeah, but as far as that goes, like, you know, I mean, like I said, I've said Kenneth Walker is my favorite running back out of the class. Um, these guys are all have really, really bright features at the next level, honestly. Um, and, and that's, that's a good thing. Like it, it really is. It's one of those things where it's like that, that none of them have an out, like it's one of those things where it's like, they don't have too many bad things. Honestly, there isn't one bad thing that can't be fixed. There isn't one, um, bad thing that can't be worked on as far as catching or anything like that. So yeah, it, you know, I really like Kenneth Walker. Brees Hall has a bright future. So does Zonovan Knight. If he's actually able to be found, I think Zonovan Knight might actually come back might benefit him to come back um but he is eligible to be drafted if, if he wanted to um and taylor goodson like i said is the shiftiest back i think i've seen having said all that fun stuff though it just gives you a little tidbit of what i look for maybe you can obviously send me uh, information on you know at the fan section gmail one the fan section over on twitter let me know what you think about these five guys um it's been a lot of fun actually diving into the tape of them next week uh, we are going to highlight tight ends and i i really like tight ends um, I'm, I'm very excited for that. Uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun because there's two different types of tight ends that I'm sure you guys don't know about that we're going to talk about, um, way more in depth. So, um, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. This has been a running back prospect preview watch for the NFL upcoming NFL draft. My name is Alan and I'm out.